So without further ado... In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. Time for the January 6th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message for multiplier of current events. Compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at harpers.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Israel. Israel extended its occupation of the Gaza Strip, sending in ground forces mm-hmm. and cutting the territory in two. Yeah, that's the strategy. Hamas fired 32 missiles yeah. at Israel. Yeah. The Palestinian Health Ministry reported that more than 500 Palestinians, most of them civilians, including 21 children, have been killed so far. The Israeli military stated that 80% of the Palestinians dead were members of Hamas. Now, what was the number that the, they're banting around? How many people died? 500. Okay. okay. Is that okay uh, with you? Yeah, no, 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 the, the, the re- well, no, the report I got this morning was it's uh, closer to 600, but okay. All right. I imagine soon it will be 700. Probably will, yeah. Perhaps yeah. by the next time we speak on this Tuesday morning show, yeah. it'll be up to 800 or 900. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even a thousand. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We can only hope. And we can just throw those numbers no, around. That's not, that's not And people can either. listen on well, the that's other not end. That's funny to spe- say that. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Israel has cut it in half. Mm-hmm. We've got this small 140 Rocket square fire mile area. into Irvine today killed 1,000 people. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I wish I knew the equivalent size of Gaza for the United States. Oh, they said the size of. Philadelphia or Detroit or D.C. is about the size of the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. They said the state of Israel is about the size of New Jersey. Okay, so let's yeah. so, so some proportionality here is the, the differences here. So the second factoid is that the Gaza Strip is the most densely populated country or territory in the world. How did it get the name Strip? I know why, yeah, buddy, because it's yeah, a little strip. It's but a little I mean, strip. you know, I don't know of any other strip other than the Sunset Strip. There is the Sunset Strip. Yeah. So you have the most densely populated area in the world, uh, which is also predominantly young. I think it, it, the, mm-hmm. over fifty percent is under twenty years old, and you have one of the largest, most sophisticated military operations. Uh, I mean, armies in the world conducting lethal operations within this country which is considered by some people to be a fourth-world country, not even a third-world country. Yeah. And they're throwing rocks at these at these tanks. In well, the meantime, Hamas is firing yeah, and rockets. And they're, they're firing rockets. I don't want to d- yeah, discount that, uh-huh. but this is so completely out of proportion. Five Israelis have died. That's five mm-hmm. since the fighting began. Yeah. French President Nicolas Sarkozy arrived in Israel to meet with Prime Minister Ehud Almert in Jerusalem and Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas in Ramallah push for a ceasefire. I don't know how that's going. That was yesterday. How is the, uh, how's the leader, how's the uh, uh, commander and Dolt, what's he doing? I would, that would be George Bush. He's riding his bicycle and hanging out with Laura. Yeah? Well, he's out now. Well, you know, he's, he's not out. He is. Well, he, I mean, no. You know, he was looking at the clock at the end of the school hour, and it was getting close to 3 o'clock. He yeah. figured, yeah. He, he just went to sleep. Yeah. In the back of the class. No, I mean, this is just one. This is really, well, there's been so many in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. But once again, another cherry on the on the uh, ice cream sundae that has been. Well, he's, he's busy doing uh, uh, passing legislation so that 
corporations don't need yeah. to worry about polluting our streams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Israeli warplanes blew up the home of um, Nizar Rayan, a senior Hamas leader and cleric. He killed his fi- family, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also killed four wives. Yeah. He had four wives. Well, there you go. Yeah. And 11 children. Iraqi Prime Minister Nuri al-Maliki, or Maliki, as yeah. you like to say. As I do. I like the Maliki part myself. Well, it sounds almost... I have dogs. It's, it's, it sounds almost obscene to say his name that way, but... Maliki. Uh, yeah. Announced it's, that it's, Iraq had regained its national sovereignty. Yeah. Sounds like a verb. At the end of the year... Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they regain their national uh, sovereignty. Mm-hmm. It could be argued that they are independent well, now. What, what is interesting, yeah, about that is is literally, I mean, this sort of talk about a lack of fanfare. We essentially said, "Hey, Iraq, you're in now. Every all these, uh, you're in yeah. charge now." Oh, and we also we didn't pull down a statue or something. Yeah, exactly. And then I uh, guess we were opening the embassy yesterday in sort of stark contrast. Our embassy, yeah. our embassy, which yeah, is in this Iraq. Mega, gigantic, mm-hmm. four thousand acre. I wonder if it has a Starbucks. No, what is it? How many acres is? I've, there's four thousand people. It's got everything. It is. Yeah. It's. It's just if you just took Disneyland and took mm-hmm. out the Matterhorn and the the big castle, you'd our embassy. Yeah, basically, I think what what this embassy is is Disneyland without the Matterhorn. So it's got the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's got everything. Wow. Like yeah, yeah. During the winter, during the summer, there's the the water slide. In the winter, they've got you know snow skiing and. Uh, but there's no Starbucks. But in the rest of the country is in the crapper, you know, no electricity, mm-hmm. nothing, and then you've got this shining city on the hill. By the way, the oh, never mind. Okay. Anyway, yeah. A female suicide bomber in Baghdad blew herself up in front of a Shia shrine. Yeah. Killing 37 pilgrims. In yet another potential last-minute rule change, this is what Bush is doing now, <laughs> you were asking. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bush appears poised to push through a change in U.S. Forest Service agreements that would make it far easier for mountain forests to be converted to housing subdivisions. They're paving over the uh, logging roads that they have going into some areas, and they've never paved them before. And you know how that goes. Yeah. You put a you put a paved road down, say like a toll road. Like a toll road. And the next thing you know, you got well, housing in again, there. Again, it's not it's not about the road. It's a it's a it's a development corridor at that mm-hmm. point. That's what it becomes. It becomes a, an area around which you can transportation corridor. Transportation corridors become development opportunities uh-huh. in the right hands. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's just horrible. Is this but, a seminar? By the way, by the way, this uh, that suicide bomber that. Or are you going to backtrack? No, no, I just kind of. President-elect uh, Barack Obama yeah. and congressional Democrats are crafting a plan to offer a $300 billion tax cut to individuals and businesses as part of uh, their stimulus package. Yeah. Oh. Well, Mr. Krugman, you know, our good friend yeah, Paul, Paul Krugman, Krugman yeah. he's, he's totally against that. He is. Well, yeah, he, he said, you know, you don't want to give a tax cut. This is the wrong time for a tax cut. Okay. Because the government needs the revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to settle things it, down now. You're, you're not, you're not going to imbalance it all up again. Yeah, because you're going to not get revenue incoming. I would like to read that article. Was this in? Uh, would this been a Nathan Callan daily reading? Uh, the, um, you know, I don't know if I posted Krugman. Okay. I don't think I did. I may have. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Because I read so many things. It's easy you, enough. Paul Krugman, yeah, three hundred billion. That's what I would Google. Yeah, yeah, three hundred billion. The Treasury Department committed nearly $100 billion more mm-hmm. than the $350 billion Congress authorized for their financial sector rescue package. 
So ten billion more. They've already authorized ten billion dollars more yeah. than they're allowed to authorize when they did the six billion million to uh, billion. I mean to GM. Yeah, that kicked them over. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, and they're tapping into the second half of the seven hundred billion, which that was they set were aside for October for Barack. That's where that's going. I yeah. Gotcha. <sighs> that was a long. You know. Way. You know. Again. You say these things all the time. You, you, when you read them, it just, it just reminds me. These, this is, these are huge stories. That yeah. You read. It just that. I mean, I, I, we do it every week. I say it every week. I feel like a broken record, but that is. These are a lot. This is a things that will impact us for decades and uh, beyond. And we're worried about uh, Blagojevich and his Senate appointment. That mm-hmm. seems to be the only thing we can talk about right now. A U.S. Army War College report warned that an economic crisis in the United States could lead to massive civil unrest and the need to call on the military to restore order. The report also suggests that the Obama administration could face a, what they call it, strategic shock. I don't know what a strategic shock is. A domestic strategic shock? It just said strategic shock. Well, remember a few months ago, not even that long ago, we were were reporting on the allocation of an army division for for the first time to be here on standby, ready to essentially. Yeah, well, they're already out. They're yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're putting troops out. I believe one is in in Florida now, the um, battalion or whatever it is. Yeah, subdivision say. Yeah, of army folk. Mm-hmm. First time. What is it called? The Comitas. Yeah, uh, Posse Comitas. Yeah, Posse Comitas Act, which has been around. We don't employ well, our troops on our domestically, and yet that's what we're doing now. I believe that that has been around since before the U.S. existed even. Uh, that uh, there was that It is essentially mm-hmm. a violation of the U.S. Constitution for the Army to be involved in domestic... Uh, uh, you are correct, order, sir. So. And now they're talking about it and saying a... Uh, what was that? A strategic shock within the first eight months of the Obama administration. So what they're saying is they're predicting that within eight months they'll be deploying U.S. troops here in the United States. Yeah. That's what this report predicts. And it's a report by the U.S. Army. Yeah. It's not by me. Yeah. Minnesota election officials announced that Al Franken had won a recount of ballots for the state Senate seat. You know, one of the state, yeah. state Senate seats. Yeah. You know that, the yeah. one with Norm Coleman. We've been following it, this yeah, for quite a while. Yeah, he, nearly, I think it was 225. 25 votes, was it? Okay. Norman is going to challenge Norm Coleman, I mean going to challenge the result. Uh, and I keep asking myself, does that mean that this will be the Al Franken decade? Because <laughs> he could, you know, he could run for president in, say, eight years or so. Re- I mean, it's it prescient. And, that, and that then he, wrote he a could book say, called, he wrote a and book his inauguration. Yeah. Why not me? No, I'm sorry. Well, not not only why not me, but he could talk about the Al Franken decade. Yeah, this is true. Uh-huh. This is true. Only It was only maybe three decades a little early the first time he declared. He declared yeah. the 80s. Well, he's having a second decade. Yeah, this is a second decade. Uh-huh. But what's so funny about this is uh, he did write a book called Why Not Me, which was essentially how he, by these comedi- sort of weird circumstances, he became president uh-huh. of the United States. He convinced himself. But, he, you know, he's shown himself. I, I'm really I, – I like Al Franken just fine. But what I've seen in this, in this election cycle is what a despicable little – Person, turd. We? You can say turd. turd. That uh, this Norm Coleman guy is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we know about him going back to the hearings that he had with George Gallagher. Gallag- yeah, in 1992, yeah. we we Mike and I had a run in with uh, Norm Coleman, and he, yeah. he pretty much lied to uh, yeah. an organization that Mike and I worked for at yeah. that time. Yeah. 
was, um, betrayed was, the organization. He was the mayor of Minneapolis or St. Paul, I can't remember, whatever yeah. it was at the time. And he turned out to be a despicable little turd at that uh-huh. time. And he is really – and just watching him, and of course he's under investigation now for – for uh, taking uh, money illegally, or his wife did, and uh, mm-hmm. and now his attorneys who said we should never count these provisional ballots. That's completely off the table. Forget about it. It's not going to happen. Now that he's behind in the count, yeah. Guess what they want to do? Yeah. yeah. So that sounds like Norm Coleman to me. Meanwhile, it remains unclear what will happen with Illinois Senate seat, the seat vacated by Barack, my good friend Barack Obama. Last week, embattled Democratic Governor. <laughs> Rod Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Appointed former Attorney uh, General of Illinois, Roland Burris. That was a funny little press conference. Yeah, this was... guy might be okay. He seems okay. I don't know that. He is certainly tainted by being appointed by Blagojevich. Senator Majority Leader, uh, Leader Harry Reid threatened, threatened to block Burris. I just don't the see re- it. Republicans want a special election. And uh, our um, dean of the law school. Erwin Chemerinsky yeah, yeah. came out with an editorial today in the L.A. Times pretty much saying there's nothing unconstitutional there about this. Um, you know, it might not be the best of all worlds, yeah. but Roland Burris should be the senator. Absolutely. I mean, he first of all, not that I think that Blagojevich is a, any jewel here, but he's not been indicted. He still has all the powers vested in him as governor of the state of Illinois. He is, he is within his purview to appoint this guy to be the senator from uh, Illinois. And whether or not, yeah, right, it came, it's come out messy. He seems to be a, I don't know if he's, we don't know if he's yeah. decent or not. We but don't. It, but yeah. con, we 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 supposed to we're yeah. supposed to adhere to the Constitution based on what's in front of us. He yeah. has the right to do so. The outcome found, but it's completely dominating the story, the the news right now at a time when the Israelis are running around destroying what's left of the Gaza Strip. Now, uh, with President Barack Obama and congressional Democrats considering a massive spending package aimed at pulling the nation out of recession, the national debt is projected to jump by projected to jump by two trillion dollars this year. Now, uh, that's going to lead if that tr- comes true, and that's what it's projected to do. We're going to have a hard time borrowing money, yeah. and that's that's the that's when it gets real dicey. If no one wants to loan us money. We're going to crash in a big way. The minute that, yeah, that spigot gets turned off, the, the minute the Chinese or the Saudis or the whoever, the Japanese say, you know what, I just remembered I need this lunch money and I, yeah. I can't lend it to you anymore. Um, yes, sir. Yep. Uh, President-elect Barack Obama selected Leon Panetta, former congressman and White House chief of staff, to take over the CIA. Okay. I, I mean... I guess he I don't know he doesn't have much intelligence background. Mm-hmm. The only time he's really uh, that I know of that he's had much dealing with the intelligence uh is uh, is with uh he was on the uh, 9/11 commission. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't give him any intel they wouldn't give him a lot of information that they it's asked. Payback him. time. I hope so. Barack's been criticizing the CIA for quite a while. Yeah, and the more important one is it's actually his boss that's that uh, that he's been appointed as well. That Dennis Blair is his yeah. name, I believe. Admiral, retired admiral. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Oh, I thought you'd have retired admiral Dennis Blair. Dennis Blair is now the the uh, uh, the uh, director of national intelligence. Yeah, he's the he's everybody's boss who's in the intelligence agent um, agencies. Bill <laughs> Richardson, you know him, <laughs> New Mexico yeah, governor. I do, know, I do know him. He uh, 
declined to accept the post of Commerce Secretary. Something's going on here with this one. They're, they're, yeah, he it, because a company he was dealing with mm-hmm. is under investigation. Donated money to, you know, uh, well, a state contractor mm-hmm. gave money to the comp campaign, to yeah. his campaign, and he just backed off. Okay. He didn't want to. Well, this and, of is, course, this, this drives be, Fox News crazy. This could either be one of this those. This is like two months programming for Fox well, News. Well, and yeah. it, it either could be a rare, one of the, a relatively rare act of uh, someone who just said, I don't want to be tainted in any way. I want to co- come into office completely uh, clean. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get out before things, you know, taint the uh, the. Yeah, I don't want to go through two months of Republicans jumping up and down. Right, right. And he did the right Fox thing. Fox News something. investigative report. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts yeah. renewed his call for higher judicial pay. He wants to get paid more, along okay. with the whole judicial system, because he says that uh, over the past two decades, when measured against inflation, uh, judges have not received their, their proper pay raises. And Considering all the uh, all the stuff that they've done for big business, I mm-hmm. think it's only appropriate that they... It's caused many judges to leave the bench for more lucrative jobs. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that's what's causing them. I mean, no matter how much we pay them, we're not going to be able to compete with the private sector. Right. There's something to be said for the honor of being a judge, but I guess John Roberts took care of that. Yeah. Group of atheists, atheists, mm-hmm. they want to take the words under God, you know, remember that out of the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. the California guy. They also want to uh, bar prayer and references to God at the swearing-in of Barack Obama. Right. That would kind of put a chill on Rick Warren, I think, where that, that's where that's headed. Oh, that's, that might not be a bad uh-huh. thing, though. It was reported that emissions of carbon dioxide, that would be the leading greenhouse gas, mm-hmm. um, rose by an unprecedented 3% in 2007. We've already mentioned this, yeah. but what's interesting is that it means that the 50% targets for carbon cuts set by Europe and elsewhere mm-hmm. by 2050, they're already out of date. And the scientists now say the reductions of 60 to 80% will be needed. To avoid catastrophe. Remember when we had our good friend uh, George Monbiot on, and George he talked and he talked about how much more difficult it becomes as you get closer to these target dates. Yeah. That the the degree to which you have to scale back to change uh, your behaviors becomes incrementally or exponentially more difficult. And it's not like cramming difficult. for a test either. No, there's d- yeah, there's <laughs> no there's no guarantee that these are even the right target. Yeah, and and we're seeing now that this uh, is going to be. Um, if not impossible, certainly very difficult. And when you start to factor in all these things, an economy that's failing that needs to produce more material in order to recover, yeah, coming up against this idea that we can't produce more of this stuff will no. it, it contribute to our the, the demise, demise of the species is not a uh, a pleasant uh, uh-huh. you know, thing to consider. Um, I don't We're, know. I, I just want to before because it's sort of an environmental story. I, I mean, sort of it is. Want to talk about the uh, this thing in Tennessee? Yeah, I was just going. Oh, there, there you go. Okay. I mean, uh, they we, remember we, last week we were yeah. talking about the uh, the uh, arsenic levels. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, that's, I think that's um, they are um, independent tests found the arsenic level in that uh, ash spill in Tennessee right. to be as much as three hundred times higher than drinking water limits. And the limits aren't that great anyway. No, no. This but, is but after this eight is, years of the Bush administration yeah. scaling these things back. Yeah. 
Okay. Over 1 billion gallons of toxic coal ash spilled out, covering homes and roads. And uh, we got arsenic there. 300 times higher, the Tennessee Valley Authority had known about these problems for two decades, but didn't want to put any money into it. Now, I, I, I watch a fair amount of news on, mm-hmm. on TV. I have yet to see anything about this on TV. Now, I'm, it, I'm just not saying it hasn't been. I'm I at one time posted a, a, a YouTube from an NBC report on it. Okay. And I think it was an MSNBC report. And it was a good report. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they really did um, look into the... This sounds like, this sounds like it's level. going to be affecting not only the state of Tennessee, but the surrounding territory yeah. for decades. And this should it be... goes into the drinking who water. Who the hell cares if Roland Barris is going to be the senator from the state of Illinois? It's fine. It's yeah. one part of this, the news cycle. Yeah. But on, on a scale of things that really matter... But if millions of people uh, won't be able to get drinking water because it has 300 times the level of acceptable arsenic in it, yeah. uh, that's, yeah. that's kind of news. That seems to me, yeah. to the untrained ear, to be kind of newsworthy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of earthquake activity in Yellowstone, and, and they're afraid. You know, Yellowstone's on top of a, a volcanic caldera. They're afraid that this will either lead to earthquakes or perhaps the big the big explosion, mm. which would be a thousand times more powerful than the Mount St. Helens, and cover the United States in ash. I'm now, gonna, they're just saying, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take any yeah, let on the, that one. Because you know what? I, 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 I'm going to stop listening to Weekly Signals if, you know, yeah. if. The state of California is going to be giving out IOUs yeah. in, in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a new law in Norway making the purchase of sex illegal. Oh, what's? Well, you can't cancel my uh, my my Norwegian, my Norwegian passport. My, my Norwegian cruise. You can yeah. forget that. Well, now. well the, what's interesting about this is it's not illegal to be a prostitute. It's illegal to buy sex. That's what's interesting about this particular law. That's why I brought it so, up. So, yeah. Hmm. All right then. <laughs> Village Voice laid off Nat Hentoff, who's hired in 1958. Yeah. Been there for 50 years. Wow. Wrote about jazz and civil liberties. Yeah. A very strong After 50 civil years. Libertarian. Yeah. Wow. He's been laid off. Laid off. Laid off. Yeah. How nice of them to yeah. lay him off. Waterford Crystal. You know oh. about that company, Waterford Crystal. I do know about it. Yeah. I've read Waterford about it. Wedgwood. Yeah. They're collapsing. I've heard that yeah. the, the, the high or, end, the high end stuff's really taking. Yeah, crystal's a hit. cracking. Crystal is cracking. Yeah, they really have taken yeah. a hit. Yeah, that puts twenty seven hundred jobs at risk in the UK. But it's also it's kind of it's an icon. It's like GM going down. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's like wait, yeah, they can't do that. They're a sign of prosperity. Oh, yeah, Waterford Crystal and GM gone. Yeah. You have anything else? I just you know I because I think so in so many ways. The the events of nine eleven and mm. the response by this Here administration has was the triggering mechanism that has really kind of accelerated all of the, the so many of these issues the economy the environment a lack of uh, oversight on the part of the press and the, the, the political environment was destroyed by their uh, what they've done and I just I every, occasionally I think it's really important because Dick Cheney's been running around saying what if the president does it it's not illegal right. Yeah. And I just we we have this thing. It's only a couple seconds long, and I just think I like listening to it every once in a while, to remind people of just where we were uh, six years ago. Okay. And this this guy. What okay. Do you, here we go. Simply stated, there is no doubt that Saddam Hussein now has weapons of mass destruction. There is no doubt that he is amassing them to use against our friends, against our allies, and against us. I just you know I just reminds me. 
I just I, that's, I just wanted to do that. I know that wasn't well. He's uh, he should uh, yeah should be impeached. Bush should be impeached. I think they should be dragged out of the White House. Yeah, and Look, and he it, should be he should be jailed. Yeah, he should serve time Seriously. along with Cheney. Frog marched out of both of them in together. <sighs> and finally, an hour scientists. before the inauguration. And finally, yeah. scientists in Britain announced the discovery of a new antidote to poisoning and overdose, whereby a molecule named Bridian will bind itself to an unwanted substance in the bloodstream and neutralize it within three minutes. It, the treatment, it was suggested, could be used to cure a hangover. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.